Welcome to Freelance with Freedom. I'm your host, Harriet Hadfield, and I'm so excited you're here. I help creative freelancers become fully booked and in demand in any market, on their terms and without burning out. I went from broke makeup artist living in a room I couldn't stand up in, living paycheck to paycheck, to working on the red carpets of LA as a celebrity makeup artist. I also created a six-figure business during a global pandemic in less than seven months. After working around the world and on set as a celebrity makeup artist 15 plus year, I was tired, tired of the hustle culture and an emphasis on being busy. I was tired of the starving artist mentality and buying into the narrative, there's only one way to be successful. So I decided to create my own version of success, to break the rules and rewrite my own. And I wanna show you how to do the same. If you're a freelance creative and you want to generate consistent income, work with your dream clients, and step into the CEO role in your business, you're in the right place. There's room for you at this table. Today's episode of Freelance of Freedom is sponsored by the Industry Icon Mastermind. The Industry Icon Mastermind is a high-level six-month group program for creative freelancers who are fully booked and ready for the next stage of creative entrepreneurship. Build a global brand identity and iconic status as the leader in your field. Book the biggest clients, make infinitely more money, and build a world-renowned reputation. From five to six figure sponsorship and retainers to annual contracts with the biggest brands in the world, Industry Icon will teach you how to position yourself as a true leader in your industry. Learn how to create assets you own and sell those assets. When you become the Industry Icon, people want to learn your way of doing something and Inside the Mastermind will show you how to create and launch sold out online and in-person offers that give you the flexibility to make set life optional. Learn the framework, strategies, and mindset I use to create 250K in six months selling education. You'll also learn how to build a team or agency to support you so you can scale your service to include other team members who work under your brand name. The applications are open now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Freelance of Freedom. Incredibly excited to be joined by my incredible client, Storm, today. We are going to be talking about how she's made over $30,000 selling education. She has an incredible team, and she's what I consider an industry icon. So we're going to talk about how she did it and talk about a lot of thoughts and feelings that I think are very common for a lot of creatives when it comes to scaling and the mindset required in order to get out of a plateau. Storm, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Can you tell everyone a little bit about you, how you got started as an artist? I know you've been on the podcast before, but even more amazing things have happened since then. (laughs) Amazing, thank you. Okay, so my name's Storm Webson. I'm originally from South Africa, Cape Town, and I moved over to London eight years ago, and I kind of changed my direction. I was doing a lot more fashion commercial in South Africa, and I decided to go into the bridal industry in London. Really loved that. And my business grew quite quickly and just nicely and organically that I've now got a lovely team. I do a lot of destination weddings, which I absolutely love. And I started working with Harriet when I had a lot of fear about what to do next in my business. Mm -hmm. And I really was like playing around with wanting to enter the educational space, but I was just terrified. And I think I just needed some coaching, some help, some up-leveling there. And Harriet's been amazing. Oh, cute. Well, and I think this is like a really good place to kick off with, actually. I think talking about the identity work we've done, because I think a question that, or not even a question, a thought that a lot of people have, right, especially as they start to build more success as an artist is, okay, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but 
why would someone pay to learn from me? And it's a little bit like, who am I to say I'm like good at this thing or people should learn from me? So I'd love to know how your experience has been around that. Yeah, I think it's really difficult because I'm, I think one of the first things that I said to you is I know how to run my bridal business really well. And I feel very comfortable with that. But when you go into the education space, you're speaking to a completely different audience. You know, it's your fellow hair and makeup artists and you feel that there might be some judgment there. You feel like, yeah, the imposter syndrome definitely creeps in. I think I remember one of the first conversations that we had was like, why wouldn't they want? And it was just so nice for you to say it like that. And, you know, when somebody else relays back to you what you've accomplished, you go, oh, wow. Yeah, no, okay. I got it. Like, yeah, that is, that is interesting. I'd want to hear from that kind of person their perspectives and their you know what they've learned along the way so yeah I think it's just about having the confidence to feel uncomfortable for a slight bit in the beginning and then overcoming those things learning how to approach new avenues and things it was definitely hard but I'm so glad that I did it yeah and you've done it so incredible like I'm always so in awe of like the journey my clients go on, especially when they hear someone else say for the first time, and it's like seeing it through new eyes, right? When you get to see what you've already achieved and you're like, wait, if I did that, I can totally do this. And okay, I'm going to need to learn some new strategies. I'm going to have to like outgrow an old identity that didn't believe I could. But Mm -hmm. there is something really interesting when we see it through someone else's eyes where someone goes, oh my God, why wouldn't they want to learn from you? Like, I remember the first time you were showing me like, I mean, there was these gorgeous images of like you being like in Africa and Greece, like in all these gorgeous destination weddings. And I was like, people are desperate to learn how to do this stuff. <laughs> like, people really want to learn. And you're so good at doing it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, it's been great. And I think definitely stepping out of the comfort zone, but then also having the reinsurance to like, it's okay to feel uncomfortable. And why do you feel uncomfortable? And, you know, kind of going through all of those stages and working through them has been really beneficial to sort of push past that and just know that I am allowed to be successful in a different area if I wanted to be as well. Like I don't have to just be a hair and makeup artist in the bridal world. Like I can be there to help and educate other artists that want to do something similar that I'm doing. Yeah, no, and and that's it. I think like it is one of those things that we forget people are already thinking, how did she do that? Like, I wonder why she does it that way. Like people already have those questions and people do want to learn for us. So you even touched on the fact that you have really, I think you have like 25 people in your team, right? Like you have a pretty big team. Yeah. Just under 25. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. So huge, successful bridal business. Can you tell me, because I know obviously through working you recently, you had an accident with your hand. And I think it's safe to say it's probably like most hair and makeup artists' worst nightmare ever. It was the hand you do makeup with. Tell me about that. And then I have more follow-up questions. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So definitely one of my worst nightmares. So I had a little fall and I fell with all my weight onto my right hand wrist sort of behind me with like, it was a really, really bad break. Instantly, I knew it was a break. And it set me back. So basically it happened in wedding season and I was literally about to jet off to Lake Como. So I was Mm -hmm. like obviously seething that this had happened right then and there. So I wasn't able to work for two months out of the season and I felt like I hadn't got to live through wedding season this year. But fortunately enough, I realized after the traumatic experience, (laughs) I I completely survived it. And my wonderful team were super helpful. And I still 
wanted to go to my weddings. Mm. I obviously couldn't physically do the services, but I think all of my clients loved the fact that I had one of the girls on my team. There was a workaround and if I wasn't able to go, then it would have been fine with my girls on my team. I feel like very fortunate that I had those those solid foundations and a wonderful experienced team to help me through such a traumatic and a nightmare experience. I'm back at work now and feeling really good. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you're you're healing up well. I think there's two things like I want to point out here. I think first of all, like how amazing is it that we were able to put like systems in place where your team could still be working so you could have the support you needed to heal and do your physio and like make sure that there was time for you, however frustrating it was, because I know you love being at work and you love doing the makeup, but also how much the education side of things because you'd already had that in place, you'd been able to future-proof your business. So the pain was more from, oh man, I really want to do makeup and obviously physical pain versus, oh my gosh, what are we going to do financially? Because you'd future-proof your business. And I just want every artist to realize how powerful this is because we all say like, oh my gosh, if this ever happened, like it would be the end or like, what would I do? Like you said, smack bang in wedding season. Like there couldn't have been like quote unquote a worse time. And yet you had everything set up to still make money. I must thank my lucky stars because the weddings were taken care of and I had more time to kind of sit down and think about how I wanted to take the education in a way. Like I know it sounds terrible, but you've got to look for the silver linings I guess and they had more time to put into place what I was going to do education wise and I had never thought that I was going to do my workshops during wedding season but now Mm. I had the time to and I think that the people that then wanted to do it at that time it really helped them as well so I'm just (laughs) yeah it's it's not a bad thing it's it all worked Mm. out well, and just how powerful it is that because, you know, we've been working on your workshops probably for like the past year now, and you've yeah. got to a point where you have wait lists for them, like people come and do it again and again, the same people. Yeah. And the fact that you've done all that work beforehand, so that the quote unquote worst case scenario happening was like, oh, but at least the money isn't the stress. At yeah. least the stress isn't being caused by the fact that I have to shut down my business or not know how I'm going to serve this like huge demand of clients, both in your bridal business and within the education. And I think that's something I feel so passionate about for creatives who are scaling is thinking about, and I know we've done a podcast on this, but like really thinking about how you future-proof your business. Because a question everybody who's an advanced creative should be asking themselves is if my business, if something happened where I had to be out for one to two months, do I have a business that can run without me? And if the answer is no, you have to think about the things you're going to put in place to change that. So I commend you, Storm, first of all, for like doing the work prehand, because I think as much as I could totally see how like obviously traumatic and upsetting the incident was, I'm grateful for you that there wasn't kind of like the money stress. Yeah, I'm also really grateful that that happened when I already had the education running for at least a year, because it meant Mm -hmm. that even though I wasn't fully able to do as much as I wanted to do because I was physically down, but Mm. I had systems in place already for that to make it easier for myself. So Mm. yeah, definitely, again, not the best timing, but still it could have been even worse. Yeah. What has it taught you about future-proofing your business, this experience, like breaking your hand and everything you've been through with that? I think it also, it made me feel really grateful that I had done so much hard work previously. I think I didn't 
almost expect it to be that okay. I was kind of waiting for my clients to flip out. I was kind of waiting mm-hmm. for everything to just stagnate. And I was like, actually, you know, my business is really strong. This is not going to kill me. This is not going to like stop us. And that was really empowering. My mother always gets so upset with me because she'll say like, but I always tell you you're amazing or whatever. And you never believe <laughs> it from your parents or your mother or your partner or whatever. But I was like, yeah, this is business that I've grown myself. Mm-hmm. This is my baby is amazing. Like it's standing on its own two feet now. It doesn't really need me. I was literally hands off for two months. So yeah. the fact that it was still all okay is phenomenal. And I really, I'm patting myself more on my back now because I never really did take the time to appreciate what I've built. So I think that that's the biggest thing has taught me that I can actually step away. Maybe I can have a little bit more holidays and things like that. Maybe I should treat myself. That's been the biggest learning curve. And then also just like getting excited, getting new ideas, fresh angles and all of that Mm. has been good. I'm so happy to hear you set like to for you to be in the miracle of what you've created. Because it is it is beautiful when I get to see my clients be like, oh, yeah, I did that. Like, this is so cool that like I have created a business that allows me to be away for two months if I want to. And just hearing you like to me, like hearing you own what yeah. you created and that it and, and again like for anyone who doesn't know storm does these amazing portfolio workshops we're going to leave all her links so you can definitely go check them out but again just seeing how i think another thing a lot of creators struggle with in addition to is the why me it's like it's a little bit like when we're selling something and when we're building a community we also get to lean into our story and like how we got to where we are and i remember when we were first coaching it was a little bit like but why why and i was like the fact you even moved from another country to a new country and started again and pivoted in a whole market, like there's so much richness in how you've done what you've done. And I think a lot of people feel like showing my own story or like bringing in my experience is like, there's a vulnerability in that, right? They're like, oh, I don't want anyone to know anything. And my belief is like, you will always be in control of what you share online and what you don't. But I'm curious, how has that been more powerful to you being able to connect to your community through your story and your experience of how you got here yeah no definitely I think people like to see the journey they follow you on the journey and I think I definitely am quite I try to be as authentic as I can and show people the behind the scenes I mean my stories I don't think it's anything special but obviously when I share (laughs) it people do enjoy enjoy to see how it's come and flourished and especially with the destinations, that comes up a lot. People always want to ask how that's happened. So I always then touch base on to how I use my portfolio and all of that. I think another thing you're really good at, Storm, and this is something my coach you say to me, is like you're really good at being a product of your product. So like something you're amazing at doing is that you still do the portfolio workshops yourself. <laughs> and I think that's so good when our clients see we do the same things that we're teaching, right? It's like my process is so good. It's still how I was able to have a team of 23 people. It's how I have so much demand for my weddings. Yes, it's also why I sell out my workshops because people want to learn the process. But I think that's really powerful for anyone who's thinking about selling education is like, are you invested in your process? So like, I remember when you had your accident with your hand, you were like, Harry, I just miss doing my workshop. Like I miss, I miss doing the workshops. And I remember you being like, I just can't wait for me to be doing a workshop again. And I thought that was so beautiful. Absolutely. Like, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love running the business side of things, but I saw the creative artist at heart. Mm -hmm. So when my hand started being 
a little bit more reliable and I was able to do a portfolio day that really made me like feel stronger and like back with it and then like ready to conquer the world again because I think it was really really hard two months out not doing what you really love and and I think even that is so powerful when we get to remember as creatives a we get to make fuck tons of money being creatives but also we do something that brings us so much joy and I have a philosophy that like within all of us, there is this CEO and an artist and it's kind of finding the balance of like both needs being met. <laughs> so our CEO is like, dude, I just want you to get paid. But the artist is also like, but I also need to make things. I need to like have my art. And often what we do is we think like we lead with one versus being like, wait, no, if they work together, amazing things happen. And I think you've done that beautifully, Storm. Yeah, I hope so. And I really think that my portfolio workshop is like a good combination of the two mm. teachings. Like you can work on your business whilst having fun. Like we yeah. all kind of got into this industry because we are creative and it's almost like doing the business hat and the creative at mm. the same time. It's going to be beneficial in both areas. So yeah, I think I'm, I'm completely agree with that. We need to feel both. Definitely. And I think, you know, sometimes like, especially when I think about like social media, a creatives will be like, oh, that's not perfect enough to post. That's not good enough. And it's like, it makes sense, right? Because Instagram, for example, is a very visual thing yeah. and there can be a creative process in it. So sometimes the creatives, it's very hard to market themselves because they're like, wait, it doesn't look perfect enough. It doesn't look good enough. It's not in line with how I could do it. And sometimes we just have to be like, but our CEO is like, just get paid. The <laughs> CEO is like, just post the image. This is going to be a Tration one of 220,000. And like really getting to terms with like the two working together. And from the same place, I think that was what was so powerful when you were like, Harry, I'm so excited to do my workshop day. I was like, oh my gosh, you just get to like look after your artist today. Like your artist gets to like be in their like in their zone. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. It was much needed. <laughs> yeah. And and also like for anyone who's wondering, how many Instagram followers do you have, Storm? I literally only just hit a thousand. Yeah. So I have been selling out my workshops when I even had like 200 followers. It was never about how many I had. It was just about like having a product that interested and aligned with what people needed and how I was showcasing and what I had put together, my kind of methods. It's just my joy. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's such a great point because I want everyone listening to this to realize if you've had the thought that like, oh, I people will only buy from me if I have thousands of followers or hundreds mm -hmm. of thousands or millions of followers, like even with Freelance for Freedom, we still have less than 5,000 and I make quarter of a million in six months. And I think it's so good for people to see Storm that like even with a thousand followers or less, you can still make 30K in education. I mean, absolutely. It's a such nonsense that you have to have if you think about it this is what I started thinking about like if you had 50 people in a room that's a lot of people to try and keep you know entertained or educated or so just look after those 50 people and you'll get people that are interested in what you know the workshops or whatever I really completely and fully understand now that mm. it's not about the number it's about the quality love your room analogy I feel like that makes a lot of sense it's like yeah. if you can't build a community with 50 people what makes you think you can be able to do it with 50,000 well, yeah exactly it's more about like honing the relationships and you know really seeing what is needed out there and sort of helping even one person it's not really about the 20 million that you're trying to hit 200 people and you were already selling out workshops that's phenomenal 
Yeah. I'm so proud of that storm. <laughs> Thank you. So good. And it just makes me so excited because again, when I think about industry icons, like people think an industry icon, we automatically presume it's someone with like millions of followers, but I'm like, to even get there, they had to start literally like your words. They had to know how to speak to a room of 50 people before they could be prepared for what comes at like the 50,000 level, the millions of followers level. But again, I really do stand by if you can't sell to like one person, what makes you think it will be easier to sell to 50,000? So I think that highlights such a good point. And I really want everyone to just let go of this idea that like followers equals money. Again, I've said this many times before, but I think it bears repeating. There are people with millions of followers who are broke and there's people with hardly any followers who are millionaires. <laughs> okay, like, I, I think that's so important. And I also think, like, when I started the education Instagram, it was almost like a fun new platform to start building and testing out when you don't have as many followers. So you can kind of, there's a little bit of grace there or in your own head, you know, there's not that like, oh, so many people are judging me. Whereas mm. if you have a platform that you're just going to suddenly start doing, talk about something else, then there's that fear of like oh am I going to lose the plot because they're not following me for that but I'm switching (laughs) the you know so I think I quite enjoyed having a new platform and then growing and then like specifically having people there that are interested and like-minded artists and building a really nice community around that even if there were 10 of them I would love them do you know what I mean like it's not about number at all 100% what do you think has been the thing that's had the most impact for you when it comes to creating sold out offers and people that want to come again and again what's helped you do that the most definitely mindset work I think Mm. at the end of the day we are always our own worst nightmare or worst Mm. enemy in the sense that you can talk yourself out of it very quickly like I so often have good ideas and I want to take them further but then you psych yourself out I know that I had a good product and I think also with your help, there um, there were definitely days that I would chat to you and I would be like, I don't know if I can do this. I know the goal is this, but you know, I don't know if I can do this. And then we'd sit down and we had some mind work and then then it almost didn't look as impossible. It was like, oh yeah, of course I'll do that. Just about the shift that I found doing myself and keeping myself on track was really hard. So I think having mentorship and having additional eyes on that and kind of accountability was really necessary especially in the beginning when I I even felt like I didn't know what I was doing and of course I knew what I was doing but Mm. I just needed reassurance so Mm. I think that that is the biggest breakthrough Mm. as such because you just needed the consistency of belief from someone as well and then obviously it was a completely different ball game I find like working and speaking to brides and then working and speaking to other artist so I think that was my biggest shift because in my brain I was separating them completely and I guess sometimes I still do but it's still it's how you approach it and you know I think that I definitely needed the support and I got that very kindly from you thank you I love coaching you Storm it's it's such a joy I love getting to watch my clients surprise themselves because <laughs> like I'm never surprised <laughs> I'm never surprised but my clients are like oh my gosh I did it and I'm like yeah <laughs> like I knew you could thank you so much for joining me today Storm it's been an absolute joy speaking to you where can everyone find you and find out about your amazing portfolio workshops firstly thank you so much for having me and having another chat with me 
So my Instagram is storm underscore H-M-U-A underscore education. And yeah, my website's just storm with an E at heromakeupeducation.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here, Storm. We'll see you in the next one. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Freelance with Freedom. I'd love to continue this conversation over on Instagram. So come hang out with me at Freelance with Freedom. You can follow me there for mini trainings that include mindset and strategy to help you step into the CEO role in your business. And if you're interested in taking this work further, head to www.harrietadfield.com to find out more about working together. I'm wishing you an incredible week and I can't wait to see you in the next one.